guys, you will never guess what. <laughs> um, what? We have um, partnered with a blue light sustainable glasses company. Um, they're called Glass, and they spell have- that though who are an amazing company they're a, actually a Swedish company did you know that I did know that so and also very not a surprise yeah they're very chic and very ahead of their time yeah really chic so that they offer um blue light glasses or sunglasses and they've got you can have them as reading glasses as well um that we, we've actually chosen the same ones. Hopefully we'll, we'll put a yeah. picture up on our Instagram so you can see, but they're so cool. They're green. My glasses are green. I love that. I love that. And they're really flattering, really comfortable, yeah. and they look groovy. I got so many, I'm not, and I'm not just saying this, I got so many compliments. Even my boss today when I wasn't wearing them was like, why aren't you wearing your green glasses? Yeah. That's how much That's of an impact so they made. cool. And like, also, I mean, I know they're blue light glasses. This is what they're meant to do cure my headaches no i agree and who knew but on average people are exposed to blue light eight earths a day which have harmful effects on our health and these glasses prevent that they reflect it refract it whatever the scientific word is for it um which is admitted from screens tv tablets phones etc as well as uv um if you've got the sunglasses so yeah also the glasses are made out of 60 percent recyclable plastic and 40 percent pulp and cotton waste so they're really good but honestly we'll put a little link in our instagram and um you can use bossy 10 for 10 percent off Hello, how are you? I'm good. I've got myself a cranberry juice, which is a bit rogue. It was just left in the fridge. That is so rogue. But, but I was just craving like a drink that wasn't water or booch. I know, controversial. Oh my god. Um, we've just been to the pub because so it's um St Paddy's Day, which is the day before that this goes live, and we went to the pub in London. And so for anyone that's living in the UK at the moment, today has been the first like glorious day like properly beautiful right blue like picturesque yeah, blue warm, sky like really nice so we were like oh let's go to the pub it's in paddy's day like it's such good vibe i am craving an aperol spritz like that's all i want so i literally dragged hamish and nims who i work with past so many pubs because i was like no no no, i need an aperol spritz like no fuller's job is going to do the thing took them to the bar can i get an aperol spritz no we're out of aperol what yeah you know, um, I was actually recently at a trade show um, right. where basically like hundreds, probably thousands of producers, but also buyers come around. Right. And apparently this summer is the summer of the spritz. So, you know, yeah. how there was like rosé all day. Then there was like Prosecco vibes and it was gin and tonics. This summer is apparently the summer of the spritz. So right. it was flower um... spritzes, but oh. a roll spritzes as well. Just a spritz. A long, oh, oh my God. refreshing Have you drink. ever had um, St. Germain? No. Oh my god. That's an elderflower liqueur. And you put Ooh. it with any spritz. Oh my god, it's my favourite drink. Any like time that I have like a birthday or an anniversary or Christmas, Hamish will get me a bottle of Saint Germain. Also, spritz for anyone who doesn't know anything bubbly. Yeah. 
Like, but I, lovely. you make spritz out of anything, but I make mine with lemonade because I like it sweeter. But a spritz could be a soda. See, I'm the opposite. I add mine yeah. with either, if I want a delicate fizz, soda water. If I want a harsh, harsh Ooh, um, fizz, then I'm a sparkling water. But sparkling. I didn't have, I you mean tonic. Yeah, no sparkling. Love sparkling. Mm. Yeah, I am that person. But I didn't have anything to dilute my cranberry juice with because it's too sweet to just drink on its own. I didn't want water. And I really wanted sparkling water. And I thought it was sparkling water. So I put a few glugs in. And then I was like, mm that's tonic. So now I've got uh, a tonic watered uh, down uh, cranberry juice. Yeah. That's disgusting. Absolutely um, vile. Yeah. Anyway, you've had a bit of a hectic day. So what have you done today? Oh, my God. I've been so busy. So what... <laughs> honestly trying to like comprehend what I've done today so it starts off at we were my firm were at a conference in Westminster so I had to go down there at eight o'clock this morning to set up the stand um which I literally arrived I don't know if I told you this let me send, show you a picture yeah you showed me a picture I did, 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 did yeah of course of, you did <laughs> of course I did. that was stupid of the most shittest silver sorry the most shittest great grammar well, well well educated you do you think you could explain that any better it it no but it was what did you say well it was the most the most, the most shitted. no is that i don't think that's quite english it's it was really shit yeah but it like as pop- in like i don't even think that i could waste good grammar on this table it was the most oh, shittest table it, it was it was very bleak very yeah. bleak the table wasn't even straight it was at an angle and there was one was like not two one one yeah anyway, no you, so you didn't have much to work with did not so um got there at eight had to set up for nine so was there from like eight till nine um down in Westminster and then so set that up at 9 30 I walked the tube station in Westminster to get on a tube back to the office um so yeah I was walking I walked to the tube station Got back, had to film a video at nine, at 10 o'clock. <laughs> then actually didn't work, which is really boring, actually. Then I had to go into a park. Oh my gosh, how embarrassing is this? We were filming a video for the website. We hired this photographer. We got a taxi to the park to film the video because it's about like green spaces and stuff. And we were there for like three minutes and the man's photographer, uh, the photographer's camera died. No. Yeah. That is the one thing as a photographer that you make sure you've got backup batteries or you've charged it. No. So he was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm going to have to go back to the office and get, um, get another battery. And I was like, no, it's fine. I'll just get one of the girls to like bring it over. But then someone else had to get a taxi over to, um, that is poor. That's poor. Anyway, so we did that. It's just been a really hectic day. And then I got to the end of the day and Hamish met me outside my office and me and my friend Nim went name she's called Nikita but her initials are N-I-M you've already said this that you went to the pub yeah that was in the first yeah. book my girlfriend we just spoke about it with that frost bits oh. and the other flowers bits we literally just had oh, this conversation yeah, we were. <laughs> well that was had a long day a long day I'm and then good. I know huh? a lot about you I know a lot about you but I don't know this how often do you wash your hair every like two days so if you washed your hair today would you wash your hair tomorrow or saturday. the day after saturday. saturday yeah okay so i 
I had a recent revelation. I washed my hair every day. No, every day. no, no, no. And no, no. Until, until about 10 days ago, or whenever I went to Birmingham. And yeah, my girlfriends were like, no. And we were at the table and people either wash their hair every two days or like once or twice a week. This is news to me. Anyway, so I'm currently on day three and I'm yeah. so proud of myself. No, no, no. But it needs a wash. Like I've, I've dry shampooed the mm. monkeys out of this. Like it is. I just feel like my hair, A, is healthier, but also like looks better on day two. Are you joking? My hair on day two, yeah, in my eyes, get is greasy. It needs to but get I don't. I also don't know if it's greasy though. If it's more, my roots are dark mm-hmm. and my, and I'm just paranoid about it because mm-hmm. my ends are blonde, so it looks greasy. I don't know. I I've always had a bit of a thing with greasy hair. Never wanted to be that person, but yeah. I have. I've got to day three, and I'm quite proud of myself because when it's tied up now, actually, before when my hair was really short, it was a lot harder to hide. Yeah. Now I can tie it up. Are I'm you going to get it short again? Um, I'm probably going to like at the moment I can tie it up, but I need a bobby pin at the back yeah. to hold it all up. Um, and I'll probably stay like tireable and for summer periods because I can't yeah. do like the sweaty neck and then right. I'll probably go short again in like September, October time. Yeah. It's easier. It's easier to manage for me. Um, so anyway, moving on. We I really enjoyed doing this. We asked a poll on our podcast this weekend. Not this weekend, this week. Um yeah. to kind of get your feedback because we're talking about I don't know even what the topic is, kind of like... Careers. I don't even know how it came about, though. I think we were just, like, genuinely just having a conversation and wondering about it. And yeah. we were like, I wonder what other people think. I think we deep this quite a lot. Yeah, for sure. As in, like, I, think, I think about it every day. Every day, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, basically, we asked two questions. First question was, career or happiness? Correct. What's your answer? Oh... Honestly, obviously, ultimately, happiness mm-hmm. should be everyone's like goal. You want to reach enlightenment. But because I'm very driven, I don't know if I could be happy without a career. Yeah. And therefore, I'm not saying I need to be successful or I'm not saying what my kind of career needs to be, but I need to have, I think, some form of career mm-hmm. to be able to have happiness. And so as a result, I think I'd actually pick career because I think that. For me, that would lead to happiness. I'm, I'm, ne- I'm never going to be that person that, um, like, stays at home. Not that that's bad, but that's just not me. I can't sit still. Yeah. Like, I have to have routine. I have to feel like I'm doing something. I have to have something to strive for. That's just my mentality. So obviously, happiness over career. And if my career is affecting my happiness, happiness. Yeah. But I think I've been lucky, lucky enough in my very short-lived career <laughs> time that career has for me led to happiness so although that's not strictly true like I have my days Mm. I have my days but so I think mine go hand in hand like that if that makes any sense I think I'm literally the same yeah you are no but like I think like this sounds awful but like if I've had a good day at work I'm happy if I've had a really unproductive day I'm not happy now that's not to say that we can't find happiness yeah, in things in that are career driven. Yeah. Not at all. But I think we have are very much get up and we're doers and get up and go. And like, this also doesn't mean that I don't want to be retired by the age of 40 and living my like 40. Home. I'm aiming for 30. Exactly. <laughs> Babe, no, that's no, like I, seven years. 
we've got this we've got this but i do think i do think it all comes hand in hand and i think because the majority of people said happiness right what percentage was that so it was 70 30 and i reckon that's because most people took the question as what would i rather happiness or career if like career was impacting my happiness like which would i pick yeah. and have to sacrifice but this is the thing like if i how do i word this if i wasn't happy in my job it would take me 24 hours to quit because my happiness means everything uh, yes agreed and I also think we're very lucky that our natural disposition is quite happy and positive yeah. and quite proactive if something's not good we aren't scared to be yeah. like right change yeah not okay also I am um, really interesting the other day I was doing uh holding a webinar with this dame um who was sorry this who dame she was a dame oh a dame I thought it was a yeah. dean I was like no, no, is no, that no, not the no. American version of like a chancellor at uni yeah no no she was a dame so she was very successful in her career um was a really interesting person she literally said to me she's like as a, f- uh, a female you need to be looking at new jobs every 18 months and she was like why that is because salary increases come naturally to men they don't come naturally to women so you need to be looking at the market you need to be you know actively applying for new jobs every 18 months you may be completely happy in your job, but you naturally won't progress every 18 months like a male would. Compared to applying to new jobs and having newer jobs forces that yeah. to happen naturally. Yeah. Because that makes sense. Or at least like, even if you're not going for jobs, looking for jobs that you yeah. could apply for and being like, right, my that would be my wage. Yeah. I need to ask for a pay rise or I need uh-huh. And I think it just like staying want- like topic on the topic. That's not the right word, it's is it? Staying, staying up to date or like no, on it. Word. What word? Mm-hmm. Topic. What? Staying up. What are you trying to say? No, there's a word for this. Keeping your staying current on the topic. Current. Yeah. Current on the topic. There we go. That's what I was going for. But I think that's really interesting that she said that because yeah. I think that's true. I, yeah. Women are less likely. It's a, it's a fact whether you yeah. like it or not. But she was sure. like. 50s and she was like head of head of her game and i i take that advice yeah i think i really valued it like she didn't need to say that but it was just no. like in like the 10 minutes before the webinar she was just like i had she's kind of explaining like a bit to us on like how she got into this role and she was like this is advice to you girls like you need to be doing this every 18 months otherwise i just wouldn't have progressed yeah, you just plateau or you just yeah. let it slide. Um, well, that's good insight. Okay, but so the um, second question was, would you rather work for yourself or for someone else? What do you think? What would you pick? I, so you know when you're like, I do my job for X reason. Yeah. I do my job to work for myself one day. Yeah, as like a stepping stone. Yeah. That's so weird because I actually wrote a note to myself down to remember to say this and it's basically the same. I said that like I'm torn. I think working for yourself is glorified and maybe harder yeah. because you can never switch off. You're stressed. You put more pressure on yourself mm-hmm. um, and you can't ever not take it home compared to yeah. if you're working for someone else, you can leave at the office or at most of the time, not all jobs, but most of the time you can do that yeah. or you can at least try to. Um And I think working for someone else, you don't have the same emotional attachment or stress. Saying that, though, I think age for me is the most important factor. 
because working for someone else like you said you're gaining the experience Mm -hmm. and the life lessons and the how-tos so that one day you can do it yourself Mm -hmm. um because also I think as well when you're working as a full-time job and then starting something on the side or learning you haven't got the same financial pressures and you haven't got the same like it's like a balance because you're bossing it and like learning how to do it and like gaining knowledge and experience whilst also developing your own I think for example like me I feel like a lot of things I've found a lot harder and I've had like Mm. like hurdles I wouldn't have had if I was like five years older because I would have had that industry experience so I think age is a big thing for me but I think I would like to work for someone like you say and in the long run for myself like working for someone to get the experience to work for yourself yeah but also I think when I work for myself I want to be at a level and like have my knowledge at a place where I can kind of switch off because I know that in myself I've done and I can do everything that I need to be doing a hundred percent a hundred percent because you because you've almost finessed your art or your craft yeah you can leave it that you don't need to be stressing 24 hours of the day you can literally work like a nine till six job I mean to get to that level you've got to be very successful and I completely appreciate that but that's where I hope like gaining these years in marketing and events and whatever my business may be in the future that I will actually achieve that yeah it's the bossing it balance it is the bossing it balance that needs to be a thing that needs to be a thing yeah but say okay so say we do create this bossing it balance do you think that there's I mean obviously it's not going to be the same for everyone but what would be your split between the ideal work and home life balance like in percentage out of 100? I don't know but what I do know is is I am lucky that my dad and I know lots of business owners Mm. and to me the ones who have succeeded are the ones that can turn off their phone and not respond to their emails and their business still thrive Mm. and I think that's when you know you've nailed it because you need to be able to make money whilst you sleep but also that can survive without you yeah and so like that my dad has one friend and the business is literally a newborn even though it's been going Mm. for decades and he has to be there every single day. And he's got another one where he can go for a month. He can go for yeah. a weekend. He can go for a week. He can go for a day, an afternoon, wherever it may be. Mm. He can Just completely detach because he has built the leadership, the structure, the efficiency. He's molded yeah. this business that it doesn't need him there constantly. Also, I feel like that's where it's so useful to be working for someone else because you can pick up on your management styles and like what works and what you wouldn't do if you were managing a team and stuff like that and I think I'm really fortunate to work in a lovely lovely environment and everyone is actually really supportive and I like that thrive like strive that environment no 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 that like yeah drives you drives you me you've had a day you've had a day Um, yeah that like literally drives me to make that same environment for when I will like eventually be I am but back to your question of percentage Mm. I think for me it will always be my granny always said this she was like Amelia you've got eight you've got 24 hours in a day eight hours to sleep 
Your grandma oh, was up. the no free money May. What the no, but no, as in like she wasn't saying she wasn't saying in that context, but she said yeah, you've got 10 hours in a day, you spend eight sleeping, eight oh, working, goodness, and then you've got like eight hours, obviously not because you've got to get ready and yeah. do stuff, but you've then got a certain number of hours to do something you enjoy every day. And she goes, When you you need to have balance. And I feel like yeah. the dream would be 33% of the time. I spend with like family, friends, loved ones. 32% of the time was like actually at my business running it. And 33% of the time volunteering, giving back, doing what yeah. I love, like human rights and stuff like that. And so I think that would be the absolute goal. If I did that yeah, and that cheap. was my life, I, I've be, I've won. I've won. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. What about you? What would your percentage be? I mean, when I thought of that question, I didn't factor into that sleeping. <laughs> but like in like say what the 12 hours you have in a day I would probably say 60 40 work 60 40 with doing loved ones chilling out doing whatever you want yeah and I I think think that's increasingly becoming important I think our generation I don't know if it's pandemic social media I don't know what it is but our generation seems to be a lot more of this whole like work-life balance yeah compared yeah. to like when I think of my grandpa and their generation it was like you left the house at 5 a.m you got home at seven like o'clock at night and you went five days a week and you worked until you were 70 and then you retired yeah. like yeah. it was it's such a different mindset mm-hmm. no I yeah want to be but, but then that comes to like me working is quite a happy place yes so I'm willing to give up 60 percent of my time towards work but then Question. because I work so well and so hard, I really enjoy that 40% of time. Time, yeah. Um, would you ever, sorry, would you ever run a business with Hamish? Like, do you think you and Hamish could work yeah. together every day? Oh my God, that'd be my dream. Yeah. But like, we because run- then again, your 60, 40% changes because yeah. actually you're currently with the person yeah. every day that you yeah. want to be with. No, no, I like generally think, A, Hamish and I, are literally the same person <laughs> in a lot of ways but then you're also very different, in different. Other and that's why I think it makes it work but like say Millie's ice cream we ventured into a 50 50 yeah he actually did a lot more of the leg work than I did I kind of did the back of house stuff he you, did yeah the behind the scenes stuff yeah so it just like naturally works I think we really bounce off each other well we don't bounce off each other in a way that's like competitive or I'm better than you we just kind of supplement each other really well and that's my goal is yes to work for myself but also to work for Hamish and I yeah that's cute that's really cute thanks yeah we'll get there one day um what was the percentage on that for the poll oh what um work for yourself work for someone yeah uh interesting what do you think I actually have no idea I would I think we're in this whole like anyone can be a content creator tiktok go viral kind of vibe so i'm gonna say most people said to work for themselves okay percentage so i'm gonna say 70 30 jesus christ 77 23 oh i'll take that that's pretty good for me yeah yeah but interesting the people that said work for someone i wonder what like career path they're in yeah <clears throat> yeah because of other services we've got some friends that work in say like real estate that would naturally never want to work for someone else because they yeah. can get but then also so many people who work for, 
yeah they strive from like working for a big company but then and it would the be like weird in- them sorry like do you know what I mean it, would, it wouldn't necessarily benefit them working for themselves yeah no I agree with that but then also you've got people like public sector like nurses doctors yeah. firemen policemen they would most probably not work for themselves because yeah. that's not their like natural career path yeah. so no it would be it would have been interesting to know the occupation of those um, I've got a question for you. My sister was one um, for working for, herself, for someone else. My sister? Yeah. My sister, I honestly, I'm not going to say too much because obviously like not my place to say, but yeah. she never sees us to surprise me. But yeah. I would have thought that she would be such like a little oh boss bitch. Yeah. She's like, my sister is like the annoying person that is just She's incredible just at everything. She could go down fashion and art. She could go down academia. She could go down humanitarian, sporting, whatever. But I think at the moment, I think she's leaning towards um, the corporate toss-up and then also like the charity, humanitarian, philanthropy toss-up. I think if you're going uh, corporate, you want to work for a big firm and you want to work for someone else. And also I think as well, because she's young, she didn't take a gap year. She took her GCSEs and A-levels a year younger because she's really clever um but I think as well she's not ready for that she kind of just wants to like go start building her career start earning money and but, like that's the same like, as us like secure. I will jump at the opportunity to work for myself but right now all I want is to work for this huge law firm yeah because and I, I think living the life b I'm learning so much and I'm just surrounding myself by people like my like marketing director my marketing manager I learn from them every second of the day and I think that's uh, my experience is completely different I'm never learning from anyone obviously my dad like he's a great teacher my mum etc but it's me more learning from myself I'm either teaching myself or making the mistakes myself than learning from them so it's very it's a also that's what I really brought across in my interview for the job that I've got now was I'm I really want to learn and I think my job previous I didn't learn a thing and because yeah. it was very much like left up to me and this stage of my life like I want to that's not what you want you, you want, want to be yeah, like exactly. I want to gobble up all the information that I can get and all the skills that I can get so I know eventually whenever I leave the job that I am like have really got something out of it yeah mm. um so going off topic I've got a question mm. You know, in school, mm. you were like really into like intuition and you'd be like, I can just feel it in my bones. I can just like feel that this is right or like feel that this is wrong. Do you still believe in it? Do you still believe in intuition? Like more than ever. Really? Yeah. Like in what, in like how, how much, like how much would you, do you believe in it? Generally, because I just think like I'm, I think it comes back to like happiness and I know that my intuition will lead to happiness yeah because I think if, if I'm like sit right is it just on a whim like let's like what can you say like intuition about a job say mm-hmm. on the topic of Chris if my intuition tells me that this job is right for me I know that that will lead to happiness but what does your intuition feel like what do you mean like how do you know like how do, what like, do you I generally like? can't, if, if my intuition is telling me to do something I generally can't think of anything else but is it like is it in your tummy is it in your head or does it just it feel right no it can be anything like, like so it's like sometimes I sit on a horse and I'm like this is a horse for me like I can feel that in 
everything like it just comes together so perfectly and I think like you know when people say like they step into a home and they just know it's the right yeah. one like remember when we um went to Appledore for the first time yes and I to be fair I do get that like I do get that but I'm just not a feeler I'm okay. so indecisive like for example Belle can just like see something in a shop and be like I need it that's, that's gonna look great or that's yeah. gonna feel good or that whatever I can't buy something without sending a picture of me in it to Belle, my sister and a myriad of others. Yeah. And it's, I think I'm just a very indecisive person, like jobs, all of it. I need someone to tell me, yeah, go for it. That's a great opportunity. Yeah. Or is that for you? I can't, in my head, there's like so many questions and I'm like, oh my God, I can't answer. Okay, like, I don't know. This might be way too deep and tell me to shut up. But is that like, would you say it's a confidence thing? I don't know if it's a confidence thing. I think it's a scared to do the wrong thing and then I'm stuck yeah. thing. But I know I'm not going to be stuck. I can get out of it. But I just, yeah. I'm so indecisive. I'm so yeah. indecisive. I feel like there's like, no there's no in-between. You're either an intuition or you're deci- indecisive. Like no. there is no middle Some ground. days I'll have a flip and I'll just wake up and I'm like, right, that's it. I'm done. Yeah. But then other days, like, what was I doing the other day? Oh, my gosh. I couldn't work out whether I wanted to put black Air Force trainers on or black Converse. Mm. When I say I stood there for five minutes, so frustrated at myself. And then even, like, looking for jobs, I, like, read it all the way through. And I think, oh, I'm going to apply for it. And then I go, if I want the job, will I want the job? I want it. I can't. I never feel that, like, that's a job for me. That's my dream job. That's what I want. Or when I do they tell me I need five years experience I'm not gonna talk about it um but you know I find it really I'm very indecisive mm. interesting I hope I hope no one no future employer ever hears that and uses it against me <laughs> but it's, I'm not being honest yeah no it's true yeah, it's you've, you've always been the feeler yeah always been the feeler yeah Um, so whilst we were doing a poll this week, I stumbled across another poll on Instagram. I actually don't have any recollection who it was. Um, but they asked, is losing important? Yes or no? And I was like, that's really interesting. Um, because like, I wonder what most people kind of said to it. So I was going to ask you the same question. 100%. Well, I agree. I think losing is even more important than winning. Yeah. 100% like obviously in the moment of time like you're not going to appreciate it but okay so say like relevant example um EJB my joy yeah. business I have like completely fallen off the bandwagon with it recently and just haven't been giving it as much love as it needs but in that I have so much reflection on what I would do and what I wouldn't do and that's technically losing isn't it because at the moment like I'm not motivated with it it's not really progressing anywhere that's technically a loss yeah so but in that I can reflect on okay so if I was to do the last year and a half differently what would I do to not put myself in the position I am in the moment so I'm gaining so much so now Hamish wants to start his own jewelry company doing men's jewelry and I'm like literally feeding him all of this advice which I wouldn't have had to give anyone a year and a half ago yeah for sure I think losing whilst it hurts in the moment depending on what it is it's not the losing that is beneficial it's the reflection reflection I was going to say it's the reflection and the 
um, hindsight that it gives you, yeah. which you can then gain from. And, and I think understanding, so like, the I would have done this, I would have done that. Like, there's so much yeah. that you can take away from losing. Yeah, for sure. Even, like, simple thing like sports, like, when you're playing at school, um, like, when you would, like, lose matches or, like, competitions, yeah. the PE teacher would then be like, right, this is what we need to do yeah. so that doesn't happen again. And, I, yeah, I agree. I think it's so important. I would love to know what the poll was. Because I reckon, I feel like most people would say it's important to lose. Yeah. yeah no, don't get me wrong. You need wins. And yeah. I think... You need wins make, to keep you going, don't you? Yeah. And I think, especially, like, running your own small business, small wins mean more than yeah. big wins. Because big wins take so many losing. Like, to get a big win, you have probably lost about a thousand times. Yeah. Compared to, like, it's the small wins for me. It's the simple things of, like, not having a supply chain get disrupted. Mm-hmm. Um, and things like that but yeah I agree okay guess what I've got on Monday actually let me set the scene you'll never guess what I have got on Monday all I can think about is your thing that you do which definitely isn't that no it's, it's most definitely not that yeah I have got a dentist appointment Yes, when I last went to the dentist. Oh, I literally, I, since I've known you, I don't think I could call you once going to the dentist. I have not been to the dentist since before we fell out when we went travelling. Yeah. That's over five years ago. But when I tell you my wisdom teeth are not growing correctly, I am serious. I have a wisdom tooth growing into my gum. Like, Ooh. it's in the wrong direction completely. I have to pick up my cheek and pull it across so I can brush because otherwise I just can't get there. And then my other wisdom tooth on the other side, you know, you might have like the four molars sticking up. Mm-hmm. Imagine that forward. And so my tooth is just smooth. There's no pointy bits on it. It's smooth. It's growing the wrong way. So I told I told the dentist assistant this and she was like, oh, that doesn't yeah, sound good. She was like, how long has like, that been going on for? I was like, years. She goes, why didn't you call? And I was like, well, we had a pandemic. And she was like, yeah, but appointments opened up like a year ago. I, was fair, like, yeah. I um chipped my tooth just before. Uh, um, you'll never guess where how I did this. It's the it's a, honestly name the weirdest scenario that I could chip my tooth. Uh, biting into a donut, falling down the stairs at twenty p's. Oh my gosh, what a hot dog, a burger! Biting into a piece of pizza. When you chip your tooth. I don't know if that's strong pizza or weak tooth. Firehouse. Um, no. Oh, no, Firehouse is no, no. so good. So good. I had a garlic bread and they basically like, you can't have been there. I was about to say, I think I was there. Yeah. With Rob Westmore. Oh, no. I was there with Liv. Uh, that was that. Yeah, that was like three weeks ago. No, no. This was like two and a half years ago. And to cut the garlic bread, you just smashed it on the table and it like shattered. I've never had anything like it. Anyway, so I um, didn't realise at the time until I got home and my tooth was so painful and I looked in the mirror and let me say it. Uh-huh. Oh, you know what? Yeah. That just gives you the automatic, like, goosebumps. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah just, you just got it too. Yeah, but I haven't got it sorted and I really need to. I, I think dentist care, dental care is one of the things that I've very much neglected. But I said to myself, 2022, I will no longer neglect the teeth. Yeah, that's teeth. Um, you say teeth or tooth? teeth do you like toothpaste or toothpaste toothpaste yeah agreed anyone who says tooth nada that incorrect 
Of course, um, Bipper, Bip, Bip and Tuff. Bib. Bib. Bib and Tuff. Do you want to, I bet you don't know this about me because it's the weirdest thing that I don't really tell, 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 don't really tend to tell anyone. My tongue twister. Thanks. It's not even a tongue twister. Um, um, what? <laughs> so weird. When I was younger, my eye, eyelashes grew the wrong way. So they grew into my eyes. Oh, did I not know this? And I had to go to the doctors and get them all plucked out. All of them? How you would have looked like a little bald, a little bald eye. How weird is that? That's so strange. But that did you good because <gasps> Belle's eyelashes are incredible. She's oh, like got cow lashes. Incredible, but they're not bad eyelashes. No, she has got really good eyelashes. Mm. I remember I would always ask her. Um, Belle was always really good at like wearing makeup and putting <laughs> mascara on. And I'd always be like, oh, what, what have you used? And I remember she'd be like, oh my gosh, it's so good. I literally used it twice. And I'd sit there and be like, bitch, she's lying to me. She uses something else because I have like, this. It doesn't work. It's just because she's got good lashes. <laughs> I don't understand when people are like, oh my God, your makeup's so nice. I use two products. Two. And, and also, she does it in the half dark. I don't even know she. Do I can know what do blending my, is. I can do my <laughs> mascara without having a mirror. But she literally just like throws it on. It's yeah. the most like hap-handed thing you've ever seen. So, but no, somehow it always looks good. Ordinary foundation serum, game changer. Literal game changer. It's like putting on water to your face that just makes you look good. I am a, I do use that, but I also use a Nars tinted moisturizer mixed in. Mm. But I'm, that's just because I'm trying to use it up. Then I'm sorry, Nars, but you're not getting any more from me. No, because, because it's six pounds. cruelty free. Is it not? I'm pretty sure because it, it's in China, isn't it? And to sell yeah. in China, you, you have yeah. To yeah. So, Nope, not cool. But I'm using it up because I don't want to waste it, but I don't agree with it. Um, and then I've been using L'Oreal Telescopic Mascara, which I've loved, but it now starts falling down my face. Animals. Oh, stop. Don't tell me that. Yeah. I was about to say, but I've almost finished. I need a new one. So that's good. That I need a new one and can then not buy from them. Um, and yeah, but well, you did go through a stage when you didn't quite match the, the bronze of the neck. Yeah, I can remember. There, there was a bit of a stage where you did need a bit of a pull down, but other than that, yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe we should do a conversation on that. Like, what are people's thoughts on like clean makeup, cruelty makeup? So that's something I want to do. I want to get rid of all my products which are not cruelty free. I, I did, you did this when we got back from traveling, didn't I? Yeah, you did this a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I just have nothing but a pile of excuses which I'm just not going to make. But yeah. I, 2022, we're doing that too. Dentist, yeah. cruelty free. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That was quite um, a long podcast. We've rambled. But I hope, yeah, I hope it was interesting. Yeah, I feel like it was. I feel like we got quite into it quite quickly, which mm-hmm. I enjoyed. I don't, like, know, actually, I don't know whether to go out for St. Paddy's Day or stay in. Um, are you working from home tomorrow? Yeah. 100% go to go Paddy's. 110%. It's half past eight. I'm exhausted. Um, you could always go for like an hour or two, see how you feel, and come back. Yeah. If I go you, out, then you're not seeing this podcast at nine o'clock tomorrow. Well, that's okay. I'm sure everyone will understand. Yeah, everyone loves um, to be at St. Paddy's, so no one will be listening at 9 a.m. Yeah, exactly. Everyone will be hanging. Yeah. Um, what are you going to have for dinner, though? Maybe go out for dinner and see how where the night takes you. No, we am just cooking quesadillas. Ooh. That's such love a, a quesadilla. 
is such a Bennett dinner. I love a quesadilla. Yeah. Um, I had a really nice uh, stir fry. Oh, I'm saying really I want a stir fry so bad. I did a little bit too much spice, so yeah. I was sat there like panting. Um, but super tasty. Anyway, stop rambling. Um, yeah. We'll Bye. speak to you next week. We love you loads, and thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye. Bye.